beautiful. The moon. So more beautiful. No. <laughs> Hi, gang. It's Chris, Billy, and Tanya at the studios of WFC3. We're hanging out for a little Woo! bit more monkey business. No interviewing yeah. me today, right? Nope, not this week. Yay! I Billy, you keep finding the coolest now. entry music. And just a complete accident. That is just, I love it. Nothing it happens yeah. by accident. Everything is a coincidence? By fate. Yes. It was your destiny to find yeah. that for us today. Excellent. I'm glad. Has I anybody ever read Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency? I have not, and I like Douglas Adams, too. Uh-huh. I've, I've read both of the books, and now there's a TV series with Elijah Wood playing the sidekick in it. I've, is it on, like, BBC, BBC America? BBC America, yeah. I mm-hmm. caught half of an episode last night while I was, like, <laughs> trying to avoid sleep on the couch, but I was falling asleep anyway. I just that kind I of gotta write that down and remember reading yeah. the books. But he always, everything is always connected. There's no such thing as coincidence. Everything is all is fitting into something else and he finds himself in the mm-hmm. weirdest situations kind of like we do mm-hmm. you know we find ourselves in the weirdest situations Very. because of the decisions that we make Very. typically mm. but anyway here we are your uh we're gonna talk about geeky stuff we're gonna talk about geeky stuff because mm-hmm. we always do really okay. we always we talk do? about well we try to at least oh, okay. sometimes we digress and we talk about <laughs> other things was it digressions and side questings? Yes, yeah. th- I think that's pretty much going to be like whenever we don't have a topic, that's going to be the digressions well, and side questings. I questing. believe we have a topic today. But we have a topic today. Before we get to that topic, though, we recently, uh, we recently had the loss of the original, the man who brought Batman to the forefront of all of our attention, Adam West, and he passed away at what was eighty eight, eighty eight, yeah, after a short battle with leukemia. Yep, I met him a couple years ago at Fan Expo in Toronto. Him and Burt Ward did a panel. And, oh, that had to be fabulous. Uh, and uh, photo ops, so we sprung for the 100 bucks or whatever it is, and I got my picture taken with I, the true Batman the and true Robin. Batman. And it's funny, I was um, watching a little blurb on Facebook the other day. I think it was either Friday or Saturday, and um, they were talking about all the different Batmans, and it was... Um, the Big Bang Theory cast was driving. Bert oh yeah, we, we, we posted that clip from Big Bang Theory and, on, on the yeah, F- FCT and, site. Oh, maybe that's where I saw yeah. it. Yeah, and it was like he's the only one that didn't have to have muscles in the suit. Everything yeah. was hundred percent grade A West. <laughs> I thought that was like the best line. I didn't ever have to say it was I, Batman. I walked into the room and everybody, everybody knew, knew I was Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was that show worked on so many many levels when you're a little kid uh-huh. that shows just action and fun and yeah and then there's always like a short period where i don't like that show uh-huh. but then you grow up and you realize how hilarious it is yeah and you and love like it the again definite yeah. cheese factor yeah. in it, but oh it the great. huge camp and cheese factor but and and i think and if i may and take I it up to the movies mm-hmm. make it take it up to the movies when when michael keaton and, and tim burton left the the brat band franchise and and was it joel schumacher schumacher and when uh, he first tr- val kilmer yeah when yeah. he tried to take the movie franchise and make it kind of like the movie version of the TV series. Mm-hmm. That's where it all went wrong. Yeah, I think because he just didn't. It, 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 you were, it's you lightning that. that only struck once. Exactly. Although uh, there is one last <clears throat> Adam West as Batman coming out. They did a couple years ago an animated feature <laughs> called The Return of the Dynamic Duo. Oh, I'd heard believe. something about that. And I borrowed it from the library, and it's pretty cute. It's worth a look. Okay. And uh, there's a sequel coming out that Adam West had just finished voicing. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh huh. It's going to be out, I think, later this year. Where uh, Two Face, who never was on the TV mm. show, okay, gets to be on, yeah, yeah, but gets to be in the the Adam West version of Batman. So oh, Adam right. West, Burt Ward, uh, recreate their roles that made cool. them famous. And uh, just one quick thing, because I think it's phenomenal. Go ahead. 
You know how much I I love Kevin Smith. He's got a podcast called Hollywood Babylon. Okay, with uh, him and uh, L.A. radio guy and an actor named Ralph Garman. Okay, and uh, Ralph Garman was instrumental in Adam West getting his uh, star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He wound up becoming a really good friend of Adam West's over the years. And so Adam got radio his... and and okay, just and they wound up becoming really good friends. And on Hollywood, this past week's episode of Hollywood Babylon, every week they do a segment called Tinseltown Stiffs, where they salute celebrities who have passed <laughs> over the week. What a gentle way of putting <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, well, it's it's a funny segment. It always turns you know, sort of really nice. Mm-hmm. And this week where they salute Adam West with Ralph basically in tears. Oh, wow. It's a really, really touching, but still some funny stories. It, that, that segment alone lasts about 20 minutes to wow. half an hour. And if you love Adam West, you definitely want to hear... Ralph Garman talk about his friendship with Adam West. At, uh, go to smidecast.com, look at Hollywood Babylon, and okay. find uh, that week's episode. I will make sure and to also, do that. Another uh, uh, sort of uh, geeky, not legend, but uh, someone you'd know passed away yesterday, Stephen First. From Animal House. Oh, no, Vera? Yeah. Beer yeah. from Babylon 5 and flounder yes. from exactly. Animal House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pa- really? Age 63, complications of diabetes. Well, he was always a, a big fella. Yeah, so wow, he passed away yesterday, so I figure we should uh, also give him his kudos. I'm his- absolutely good with that. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. one of those great actors. Um, he was also in St. Elsewhere, if I remember correctly, wasn't he? I yes. Think. yes. Yes, he was. And just a, just a hell of a guy. I've seen interviews mm-hmm. with him in the past. Oh, man, I was, I was hoping to put him on the list of future guests, too. Well, I'm surprised we haven't, considering our past. Uh... Yeah. Okay, well, there we go. There, we, there's our third. There's, we, a, there's, there's our the third. third. We, we, lost, we lost somebody who, Georgie who, Animal Steel who, who we signed and couldn't make and... it. We lost somebody who signed and then uh, who yeah. uh, passed before yeah. he could make it. Yeah. And now we, we had somebody yeah. pass before we could even consider to invite them. Yeah. You know, so. Or you thought about it. Yeah. No, too late. All right, oh, that's well. it. But uh, our RIP, rest in peace, Stephen Dorff. Mm. And my, one of my favorite Veer scenes mm-hmm. was one of the, I think, one of the ultimate callbacks ever in, in TV series history where he makes a threat to a guy in, like, season one. And then all the way back in season three, there's this little tiny little, like, niche scene in the back where he gets that all comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Where he gets that dig where in. Where he gets that dig in, and he gets to do that little wave, and it just, it's... For me, that's one of the moments that sold Babylon 5 for me. It was just, it was awesome. All right, so Stephen First and Adam West no longer with yeah. us, and we will miss the both of them for their contributions mm-hmm. to entertainment. Yep. So what are we going to talk about today? We have, I think this we is found a Billy lists. topic. We found a Billy topic? Well, I, I, I found, found this list. list. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was amusing. Okay. 20, 27 things only people who grew up nerdy understand. All right. Awesome. And we discussed uh, that we all grew up sort of nerdy. So, yes. so yeah. I yeah. thought we'd go through this list My and see what we think. My nerdiness didn't really hit until I was in the 20s. But... So you were a late bloomer. I, yeah. See, the, this <laughs> first one, the first one on the list I think is universal. <laughs> Nerdy or not. Hey, you guys. <laughs> oh, make it oh, Karma. Uh, things, things are falling apart fast over here. All right, so what's number 27? Let's uh, just uh, jump right in. Actually, okay, first one, you yeah. had a crush on someone who had absolutely no idea who you were. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I think that one's universal. Yeah, that's universal. You don't no, need to be a nerd for that. Exactly. I can, I can think of a... Ooh, there's a couple of girls from when I was younger, yeah? Okay. Uh, Karen Montana was mine. So Karen if you're listening, Montana. I'm a radio star. No. <laughs> Shut up. Radio legend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number 26. Two. Or two. Oh, two. Or, yeah. Are you going up or down? It, it, it starts at one and goes okay. to 27. So oh, okay. That's all, all right. So we'll work our way okay. up. It's a pretty fair bet you had a t-shirt with a math pun on it. 
Oh, did no. I? No, I didn't. I, I don't I did think not I did. Have one. I do have one now. Uh huh. Because I teach math. Yes. <laughs> I have the one that um, has the right triangle. It says find X, and then it says here it is. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I, I have it now. Okay. But well, it took me I, forty I did, years to get to it. I'm looking at a, a teach an example. Can you explain that one to me? I think the last word is pi, for sure. Something. There's oh. like a square root of this, negative one. The square root of negative one is an imaginary number, so okay. it's i. Okay. Um, eight. I some pi. That's funny. I ate some pi because two to the third is two times two <laughs> times two, which would be eight. This is the sum symbol for okay. That's I did a know Greek that symbol, and then pi. Then pi, I knew, and then underneath and it, it says, delicious. and it was delicious. There you go. Okay, okay, okay. so I understand that now. So yeah, I have and, to and explain this. Then too. there's my favorite pie chart, which is actually a pie, an actual pie, looking down at it with a chunk of it missing, and then sort of the two colors. The color of the pie itself is pie I have not eaten yet, and then the, the gap is pie I have eaten already. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the I've seen that meme running around. So okay, okay. So I'm I trying to think if I had a, a math pun. My my favorite sort of uh, pun T-shirt that I had uh-huh. was uh, was it punny? It, it was it was a bunch of peppers <laughs> and say I'm a pepper, you're a pepper. Would you like to be a pepper, pepper too? too? Yeah. So that was, but that it's not math. All so. right. So I'm one for one now so okay. far. Number three, PE was your idea of hell. Yeah. Yeah. I never got to. I, I really had a hard time with the rope in gym class because you know I couldn't do that. I couldn't but. do it. I could maybe get like maybe a, uh, about four or five feet off the ground, and then I was coming down in a hard, you know, coming down I hard. I could on never the floor. do the rope either. I think yeah. that that's what every nerd remembers about mm-hmm. gym class. And I, then here, there's a screenshot of the freaks and geeks. Okay, uh, cast. I, I, trouble yeah, in I, gym I remember class. when I was in sixth grade, we had the, the oh, this whole gymnastics stuff, like the pommel horse mm-hmm. and and the balance beam and things like that. School. And I remember. Like one of my last runs down in the the very last gymnastics class, sixth grade. Going over the vault. I, I hit the I hit the springboard, I hit it badly. I slam into the the vault and I go flipping over and I'm like literally I cling I'm, I managed to grab one of the rungs for all my life and so I'm hanging upside down with my feet sticking up in the air on the other <laughs> side of the you know, of the horse and going yeah I'm I'm having fun now yeah that's great <laughs> this is good. Yeah no that's. I didn't actually mind gym class, but we all, when I was in high school, we had the choice of picking different things to do out of a certain... See, in high school, we could do that. You know, we get, we yeah, could swim or we could mm-hmm. play basketball or field hockey. I don't seem hockey to recall... Or... I mean, yeah, I couldn't climb yeah. the freaking rope. See, it college, saved my life. College but... was great for, for phys ed because I, I, took a semester of, I took a semester of karate and a semester of fencing. Oh, nice. And a semester of racquetball. Okay. But I also, was, you have to remember, good. I was a cheerleader mm-hmm. since, like, Elementary school, so that didn't screenshot or it didn't nice. happen. Okay, I do have. <laughs> I know uh, I've seen pictures of yeah. you. <laughs> uh, that was before the, shirt, the skirts were like super freaking short. Yeah, I, I didn't mind gym class all the time either. Mm-hmm. It, it depended on what we had to do, I suppose. Uh, number four is a GIF or a GIF, GIF. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's this is how you reacted when your PE teacher announced you had a dancing unit. Then there's see. someone just see this. looking. Uh, not happy. <laughs> so dancing units and gym class. I'm not even familiar. Yeah, no, with I that. remember. Oh, square dancing! Come yeah, on, they did a square I was dancing in uh, elementary school. I yeah, think it was like fourth or was, fifth grade. That was scary and embarrassing and 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 created much hate. But see, so, the yeah. thing is, I like to dance. You do. That's true. You just will I just just randomly start boogieing over there. Like now, right to, to the music in my head. 
<laughs> to the music that only Tanya can hear. Well, I, I, I have no rhythm, so that's how I would have reacted if they told me I had to dance. Uh, All right, what do we got next? Nothing on, Nothing made you happier than getting your hands on one of these. And then there's a picture of the Scholastic Arrow Book Club news where oh. you get to pick... Five books, oh, get one yeah. free. Oh, oh yes, that was so exciting. Yes, I would bring that definitely. home and be like, I want this one and this one. This would be awesome. You know, I can't wait when my kids, my eight-year-old brings his home. And like this classic <laughs> book fair, he's like, we got to go. Is that still a thing? Yes, this still it exists? Is. Yes. This many years later? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's did, great. Did you guys you have uh, Riff reading as fundamental? Yes. Did you, like once a year, get to go down where mm-hmm. they just had a ton of books and you got to pick one and bring one home? Yep. I do remember that. I always loved that. So That's I, good stuff. Uh, number six is you read so much, in fact, that your teacher gave you extra books to read at a higher reading level mm-hmm. because you breezed through all the ones, uh, all the ones at yours. Yeah, so. no, I can't admit to that. I was not, I was not that avid a reader. Um, it was usually like summertime when I would be reading mm-hmm. stuff, and then it wasn't until like deep into high school that I would start reading stuff. But it was that I want that I wanted to read. Right. That wasn't I wasn't reading school materials all that much. Oh no, I wasn't reading school materials, but I just remember. Um, one of my uh, high, my uh, classmates, who happens to share the same birthday as I do, we're, so that we're the same age, we ju- both of us just loved reading so much and things like that that we ended up like going to the library and started doing all these little mini projects for our teacher on like stones, and then we'd get a thing, do a little book report mm-hmm. on this, and then we'd do a book report on that, and for, it, it was just like thinking back now we're like what the hell was i doing yeah i used to write extra book reports for for extra credit me just because i read the books yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't and, that's not me unfortunately no. but the weird thing i can't thing claim is, that one i was i was like reading books about the history of like old time comedy of the mm-hmm. 40s and i'd no. read books about the marx no, brothers and stuff. I, I was definitely a, a little house on the prairie mm-hmm. series go back and reread those and as you said anna green gables i mm-hmm. read that series it just gets difficult when they like do more and more and more books about it because then they're like "Eh, okay whatever okay next one photos of you are unmistakable unmistakable because of the sheer glint of braces and glasses ah! (laughs) the frames were this big oh the aviator frames I went through an aviator frame period I started wearing glasses when I was 12 and I got you beat up and up until I was I would say even after college, I still wore the aviator, the big aviator frames. So yeah, they were ridiculous looking. I, I didn't think have. I had the big braces. plastic round mm-hmm. frames and the braces, and yeah, it was not pretty. Okay, definitely not pretty. Okay, we're on to the next one. We have uh, you spent at least one summer at an educational camp. Oh yeah, I did that. Um, I did that a couple summers. Classes at the museum. I did. Uh, I remember a movie making class that uh, I did when I was in an astronomy class at the planetarium when I was nine. Mm-hmm. That was great because we got to use the big scope on the top of the planetarium at night. That was cool. Uh, and uh, and then like a couple of like ge- geology and, and paleontology uh, classes for for sm- for kids. Yeah, that I, I I'm trying to remember if this was junior. I think it was junior high mm-hmm. or early high school. There was a a thing called Prism. P-R-I-S-M. I thought you were going to say prison. No, not prison. <laughs> That's how it comes up. But prism is. That, that, that was for high school, not junior high. It, it was, uh, you, you, we went to RIT or junior or uh, U of R. I mm-hmm. think it was RIT where we took different classes and things and built like model rockets and 
and did all kinds of fun stuff for a that couple weeks cool. in the summer, and then got to go back to uh, our little junior high where we held a demonstration, like a science fair type thing. That is cool. So that was one that I was I, in. I'm sorry, mine wasn't geeky. I actually went to summer camp down on Canandaigua Lake, mm-hmm. which I think it's now, it was the YWCA camp or whatever, but I don't Stella Mars? No, on no. Canandaigua Lake. Oh, can- okay. Um. But we were able to go horseback riding and doing like all. So good old fashioned summer camp type stuff. Yeah, I actually went to summer camp for okay. like a week or two weeks, and yeah. then they had a winter camp at the same place mm-hmm. during like the February break. So we did downhill skiing and things like that. So gotcha. I actually did it, and I so woke you- up one day and I'm like, I can see, and I f- didn't realize that I fell asleep with my glasses on. <laughs> I'm like, ah, it's a miracle, I can see. And they're like, you're wearing your glasses. I'm like, oh. Okay, I feel stupid now. That's funny. But, but it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't top that. No, that's good. 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 Uh, okay, next. Your parents made you watch PBS and you loved it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's how I discovered Doctor Who. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, was sure. Lawrence and Welk on PBS? No. When I was a kid, he was on Channel 8. Yeah. 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 And um, it's like not only Doctor Who, but Monty Python uh-huh. and uh, All Creatures Great and Small, Mystery, Masterpiece Theater. I even I, found I, interesting once in a while. I was a little kid before cable. Uh-huh. So Same that's, here. I grew up literally learning from Sesame Street, yep. Mr. Yes. Rogers, yep. Electric Company, Zoom. The Great Space if, Coaster. Uh, was that on uh, that was, that's, PBS? Or was yeah, that, no, no. What that was the one that had Gary Ganoos? That was Great Space Coast. Yeah. Was it? Okay. All Ganoos. I think that might have been more Nickelodeon. Ganoos with Gary Ganoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was more Nickelodeon, so that was a cable thing. But, uh, but. yeah, learned from all that stuff. Even watched mm-hmm. a show called HodgePodge Lodge on oh. PBS, which was a plant wow. lady that taught you things. There was a day that my mom lost me mm-hmm. where she was getting ready for work or whatever, mm-hmm. and she was like running through the house. She mm-hmm. couldn't find me, and- I was downstairs sitting in front of the TV watching Sesame Street, and I never heard her calling me. But she's running around the house frantic because she didn't know where I was. You're watching Sesame Street like a good kid. There you go. Okay, Tanya, you'll have to tell us this one. Uh, You had a crush on Bill Nye, or at least thought he was the man. (laughs) No. I can't do that. (laughs) What are you laughing at? Because you had actually the crush on Bill Nye. No, I did not have the crush on Bill Nye. No. No, no, no crush no, on Bill I Nye. Mean, no, I mean, I like Bill Nye the science guy, but I wouldn't say yeah. that I had a crush on him. Okay. Uh, next, oh. you're a proud mathlete. Now, yes. my sister was on the math team at her high school. Man, so I'm I, just I'm racking up the points remember, in the no column so Do you remember so the, um, the high school show that was on um, WXXI called Brainstormers? I do. Yes. Um, I was on the Brainstormers team for HFL. I wasn't necessarily one of the contestants that would go in, but mm-hmm. I was like one of their backup type people. So oh, you were the reserve. I was the reserve because <laughs> I, I couldn't come up with all those facts or whatever. But Quick, Cindy, pull the quad. Send in Tanya. <laughs> yeah, there you I'm go. Kidding. But yeah, so it was like, I think the coolest thing to go down to the WXXI studios to have them do the little quiz show type So not thing. only did you watch PBS, you could have been on I PBS. I could have been on it. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah, Battle no. of the PBS Network stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, math, math and I have never been good friends. I don't think, I, I think no, my chance to be a math Chris calls was, me when yeah. his daughter or son have yeah, math when, questions. Yeah, when they have math homework problems, I say, Tanya, And, and my kid calls him for English stuff. Yes. Even though I'm an English major. Mm. That math, they don't believe me. Math wasn't my strong suit either. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, this one, Tanya, will be the only one then. You had pie memorized out to 40 places. Nope. Yeah, me neither. I, I think it's 3.141579. I only get Something as far like as 3.14. Yeah. So. And, and there's numbers. 
There's and more I, numbers. There's not, and I like to eat pie. There you go. Yeah, I'm really not a big pie fan. Okay. Key lime. Chocolate mousse. What number are we on? Uh, 13. <laughs> we lost 13. Track. Lucky number 13. Mm, Lay it on me. If you were lucky, you had at least one friend who was 100% on your nerd wavelength. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You always got to have the one that's your your go-to yeah, friend. It's, it's Dan for me, really. It's, we, we met when we were like 14, and, and we became best friends. I think like by the time we were like junior, senior high school, we were inseparable at that point. I didn't get any nerd-type friends until no. I was in my 20s. Well, like I said, late bloomer. Yes. But, but you're here. You're in the party, so that's all that I matters. I am in the party. That's all that matters. Uh-huh. Sam Forrest, if you're out there, you're my nerd friend. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Number 14. The only time you watched ESPN was when the spelling bee was on. No. No. <laughs> I, I like ESPN. I, I like sports. Uh, 15. You're quick to raise your hand in class. It, mm, it sometimes depends on if I knew the answer because I wasn't necessarily willing to take the risk and I'd be going, please don't call on me. It depended on the class. class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it depended on the class. I could answer in math, but I could not answer in history. See, yeah, like math and chemistry opposite. and biology and stuff like that. I'd be hiding in the background playing, dear God, don't, don't, don't dear call on me. Dear the headlights look. Yeah. So, the idea of looking smart is to not willy-nilly raise your hand at everything. You right. gotta know, you gotta pick your spots. You gotta pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being a teacher now... I um, prep my kids that I will be asking them a specific question or whatever, and mm-hmm. I, I prep them mm-hmm. just because at least my students, they don't like to take that risk because they're afraid they're going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And since I teach math, that happens to be the subject that they absolutely hate and they're devastated mm-hmm. with it because it's a challenge for them. Mm-hmm. So I will always like prep them or I at least ass- assess while I'm teaching that I think that they're going to be able to answer the question or prompt them through there because we don't want them to necessarily feel bad about themselves. You, in you said to that. assess while teaching because for a second there I, th- I thought you said Sesuan te- teaching mm. and I was about to Szechuan. go for Chinese food right there. <laughs> Actually, I am pretty hungry. I could I, go I for could, something yeah, right a little, now. Little Chinese food I'm looking coming forward up. to the porterhouse steaks that we're Ooh, cooking later. That sounds nice. good. Mm-hmm. Some good cow. Hey, yes. Next, you, al- you always did the extra credit. Not always, but I did often. I did if there were bonus Usually, questions on the test, I would try them. But here's the thing: it wasn't because I was trying to get extra credit; it was because I was trying to survive. My grades you were my it. grades sucked so bad more often than not. I was trying to get the extra credit and to boost my grades up. Well, then this one, the next one, is basically you were the teacher's pet, except mm. when you corrected their grammar. Uh, um, you know what? I that's what happened to me in like seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I um, was called teacher's pet, or I was called a brain. Because I was the only one in my English class that was able to get all the spelling words right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm usually a really good speller, except for now. I'm, like, losing my mind. Mm-hmm. But I was called a brain, and therefore, ever since then, I wouldn't get any A, not straight A's anymore. I was, like, getting B's and C's, and I was just like, eh, whatever. Became lackadaisical mm-hmm. at my work because I was called that brain, and I'm just like, I didn't well, want to be a part of that culture. Yeah. Oh. So you, you, you sabotage yourself, did, didn't you? I did. Hmm. Now I know where my kid gets it from. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But I still had an 80 plus mm-hmm. average, whereas my kid, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I still did most of my homework and things mm-hmm. like that. And uh, I just, I didn't necessarily avoid it. I just procrastinated on it. Uh-huh. Yep. This next one I had a different version of, but you didn't know any songs from the top 40 because you listened to classical music. Ah. See, with me, it was always oldies. It wasn't classical mm-hmm. music, but I knew more oh. about Elvis I, and oh, yeah. even like old movie musicals. Okay. Like I, I, I loved, you know, like uh, Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. I loved big band music. Even I was the only like kid 
that would go to the uh, library and borrow, you know, uh, Buddy Rich records and, you know, uh, Glenn Miller records, okay. that type of thing. So I was listening to big band and like oldies rock and roll when I was a kid and just really yeah, well, weird, well, I guess. my parents had a stereo that had an A-track on it. Oh, jeez. So that, what are you doing? Oh, jeez. They still have that stereo. Do they really? I think so. I think it's out of my dad's outbuilding. But yeah, so it's like, I was, remember going to um, the New York State Fair and seeing Three Dog Night. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, and that was ba- probably early '80s. So, oh, so you were in the top forty uh, music, or did you? I did in high school, yeah. yeah but like now, yeah. no, I'm not yeah. necessarily top forty. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely back to the. 60s, 70s, 80s type thing okay. as I am going to journey this week. <laughs> I, I knew I was in trouble when um, <laughs> in junior high I had been listening to uh, ABBA. Love ABBA. And and a, and a few other bands of that of that nature. And then I get to, to school after a summer and and the guys are talking about crew and... and are uh, like, huh? Yeah, and, and Billy <laughs> Squire like and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I'm going to just keep my mouth shut. And, and that's actually, idol? Uh, well, by the time I, let's see, by the time I got to eighth grade is when I had friends that were taking pity on my musical choices, and that's when I started getting introduced to, to Pink Floyd. Hey, and, guys, and, check out the new Manilow record. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but then I started getting introduced mm-hmm. to, to Queen and Pink Floyd and Zeppelin and okay. things like that, and that's, that's where kind of like the my conversion therapy <laughs> began. <laughs> Okay. Next, uh, you you excuse me. You bragged about all the honors classes you were in. <laughs> Did you brag about them? Um, I took AP U.S. History, mm-hmm. and that was the worst choice ever because I I just couldn't remember anything, and I think that's maybe why I am so bad at history and not liking mm-hmm. the subject matter. And this one, like, absolutely loves it, yeah. and I I can't stand it. And I think it's probably because I. I failed the AP exam with a one. Oh boy! Oh yeah, horrible. I'm like, it was like traumatic experience. And then I got I'm a sorry. 63 on the Regents in June, a 63 again on the Regents in August. So now I'm in my senior year, and mm-hmm. I have to pass that damn exam. And I got a 66 on it, and I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> and you're like a special episode of Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah, seriously. So, I mean, and that, Jesse that, meets her match. Uh, and that was truly like that was. The, the that block mm-hmm. that mental block is I just couldn't get through it and from the AP exam up to the regions exam we watched the good the bad and the ugly mm. in class and I think that's why I can't stand spaghetti westerns oh, huh. because we were subjected to that instead uh-huh. of because we were in an AP class so we didn't have to prep for the regions because we took the AP exam well dummy over here <laughs> couldn't take do so well on the AP exam so I think that's where like my mental block comes from U.S. history global. I'm actually pretty good at, but US I never history? took any AP. I did my senior I, year. I did that take was the a worst cla- choice I, ever. I took a bl- political science class, which was basically structured to be a college class. And the teacher who had it was was all out. He he, he threw you to the he threw you to the wolves if you were not ready for him. Huh. Mr. Pilliter, he was one of the best teachers in Aquinas history. Just an amazing man. But he it, he told you right out from the beginning. This class is a college class. Brace yourselves, buckle up, and get ready. And mm-hmm. and uh, and so that was really my first opportunity was seeing something that was a little bit more than you know your usual high school event. Um, but that was the only class I ever took that was would be considered kind of an advanced yeah, class. I, I took some honors and regions classes, but no AP. So mm-hmm. I think I well, probably I was going to say I think I got off lucky, yeah. but you know, oh shoot, did I just close that window? Nope, there we go. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Next, 
number 20, when you watched Back to the Future, re- you related more to George than Marty. Hmm, that's a good question. I think it was kind Which of a toss-up. George? George, George was, was the, the father. father. You oh. go back in time. He was the uber nerd, very awkward. No. You are my I density. Do. I do, for sure. I wanted to be Marty, but I was George. I was not, I was not short enough to be Marty. So, I don't know. I, it's a tough I think maybe a little yeah. bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. Maybe I, you know, you I had the crush on the girl that yeah. didn't know he existed. Well, I, yeah, I there's was, that. Yeah. Yeah, there's that, definitely. You're caught in a tree. People, no, what? No. <laughs> uh, number 21. Uh-huh. You were probably really into something that the cool kids thought was lame. Yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, they show the little picture here. It might be some dungeons. Or, what is this, Tanya? Is this anything I should know what it is? You know what that is? Well, there are little figures that yeah. you could use for Dungeons and Dragons, but okay. it looks like a um, like a board game that mm-hmm. can use that stuff. Okay, next number twenty-two. You made jokes only grown-ups laughed at. I was never a person that did a lot of jokes. You saw my le- joke last yeah. time was why I was six so afraid of seven. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I, yeah. I'm usually not much for actual like. Jokes. Comedy. And it's yeah. it's it's more along the lines of if I see an opportunity to say something a little bit off center <laughs> that they'll take it really i mean not necessarily off color but definitely <laughs> off center you know and so i i will make those you know, just some cutting remarks yeah, type of thing you know or some sort of you know observation or something like that yeah i, I definitely said things that kids didn't always get sometimes yeah. grown-ups didn't get it <laughs> sometimes you know. really, but you would laugh at yourself because you're so damn hilarious yeah. <laughs> people just look at you like a dog that heard a new noise uh-huh so number 23 your parents tried to get you to fit in more but you just weren't having it um, no, nope. I was always no. that little social butterfly. I was always saying hi to everybody and things well, like that. And I was an only child. Well, I still am an only child. So, <laughs> still am. Um, so, I mean, they would sign me up for stuff just so I'd have other people to hang out with. Yeah. But that, it wasn't like a force kind of a thing. Like, I played soccer. I played softball. I would go to these little summer classes and things like that. But it was more of just kind of have something... You know, to interact yeah. with other folks. I was in Boy Scouts for about three weeks and just realized. Oh, it I wasn't did Cub for Scouts me. for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, I made I made it to Weebelos, but then that was it. Hmm. I just uh, I was too into brownies. Um. <laughs> you, I, I'm not even going to. There's an easy joke. I almost said it. Uh, oh darn! <laughs> Number twenty-four. On the rare occasion you did try and tag cooler, it never came off quite as well as it did in your mind. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Oh man, I am a legend in my own mind. Mm-hmm. I really, and to this day, seriously, to this day, like I can, I can remember walking into one of the panels at, at FC three 2017. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm striding down the middle and I'm saying hi to people. And a couple of people are just staring at me like, who is this guy? And that's very humbling. We get to the front of the room and they're like, really, oh. it's you? Okay. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know what to do now. Uh, that, that's funny. Uh, number 25, you read the encyclopedia for fun. We not there was, we not actually until... had a set of encyclopedias that my mom uh-huh. bought in the 80s from that sale, encyclopedia mm-hmm. sales guy that comes around. We had a set from like 1983 or, or whatever, the set of Encyclopedia mm-hmm. Britannica's, and it was on the shelf outside my bedroom. Uh-huh. And, and the one I thought was the fascinating, it was the overlays of the human body. Okay. The, all the transparencies. Like Grey's that Anatomy would, and stuff like the, that. That would overlay yeah. that. Not the that, show. The Oh, the show's pretty good, too. <laughs> that, that you had the bones, and then you had the... The blood vessels, and then you had the muscular things, then you had mm-hmm. the organs, and then you had the skin. So you just 
everything overlaid. Mm-hmm. And you found that fascinating. I never thought it was just really cool that how it. There was there was a journalist long ago or an essayist who would have a regular spot in the paper. The things I found while researching something else, and it would be his <laughs> travels through encyclopedias and stuff like that. And I never really truly appreciated it until Wikipedia became a thing, because I have actually spent long hours. I would go to Wikipedia to to look for something I, I was interested in, something I was falling down rabbit holes on the boom. internet. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm like clicking this and clicking that, and the next thing I know I'm studying you know the the battle tactics of mm-hmm. World War II on, on Wikipedia, and I'm going yeah, from battle to battle. Or I like when the Pope passed away, you know, when John Paul II passed away, and I was curious. I wanted to know about the line of the Pope, so I go to Wikipedia, the line of Pope, and I'm doing research on the line of the Pope, or you know, the presidents. I, I at one point in my because I was a political science minor in college. At one point, I actually knew I could name off every president in chronological order. Oh yeah, I used to be able to name all 33 Elvis movies. There you go. See, those, and that's more important, really, when you think about Chris it. Chris could do every episode of Doctor Who. No, not every episode. Oh my God, no, not a chance. The funny thing a is, a portion of them. The, the the thing with the picture that goes with the you read encyclopedia for fun. Uh-huh. Uh, take a look at this. Do you remember this commercial? Wait, I, as soon as I saw this kid, I that go, was my Oh set. yeah, that kid. Remember, you oh used to. Oh my God, I've seen that picture. Yeah. I, I don't know who he is, but there's a picture that goes with it. The there mullet, was a commercial for uh, the encyclopedias. The mullet speaks volumes I of that volume. That kid. Uh, number 26, we're in the home stretch. Yeah, you yeah. almost certainly enjoyed looking up words in the dictionary, too. You know, I that, did, once that, in a while. That was the best thing about um, doing like definitions mm-hmm. and doing notes or whatever and doing vocabulary is mm-hmm. is using that dictionary skill mm-hmm. to, to go through. And the kid's... These days don't have those skills. No, yeah. they don't. They can't look something really up can't. in a book. Mm-hmm. If you handed them, or if you took them to the library and showed them the old card catalog, oh, that they'd be lost. I I lit into my my eighteen year old soon to be graduate this week about doing research for whatever his project is and that he's just like eh, whatever lackadaisical i'm like you don't understand you have the internet you have this at your disposal i had to go to the library and look stuff up in a catalog and then put it on index cards you have uh-huh. all this that you can copy and paste and put into your own words do you know how easy you have it and he they just have looks the entire, at me like what? they have the entirety of human knowledge and human history at their disposal and they, they watch minecraft like, videos Oh my god! I'm like, yeah, I just wanted to throttle him. I'm just yeah. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm like, you don't understand that. I'm like, had we had this when mm-hmm. I was in high school, it would have been so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, are you early, kidding me? Earlier this week, I went to the library to to borrow a book, Ugh. and just being able to go to the little computer kiosk and okay, it's and look something and I go, up. I remember the card catalog, and where, then you're like, oh. Crap! What was the now, name of that? What author was the again? number? One four two point six seven in the biography now, section. Now, however, I would like to go to the Smithsonian mm-hmm. Library or whatever and go find that secret presidential book that was in uh, National Treasure. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> the, the president's book. I would yeah. like to look at the card catalog. There you for go. That. Okay. Okay, and very last one, also a visual, but I get a kick out of it. <laughs> Lastly, you knew while growing up. Nerdy wasn't always easy. Things would get better. And underneath is a picture of George Clooney as a kid and George Clooney now. Oh, yeah. And George absolutely. Clooney as a kid looks a little like Tony Bichetta. I know. <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> so, Tony, if is you're Tony, listening, Tony. you're going to be George Clooney. There you go. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Things are going to end well for you, Tony. It's all good, man.
So that that's, that's what we fantastic. have here. So is there anything else just like from our childhood that like we would understand or know for Oof, being? I don't know. That list was pretty comprehensive. I, I covered a lot of bases. I, I'm good. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think, but. You know, I, I, that list was pretty funny to me. Everything, you know no, what, it, if there's an observation I can make, it's 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 how many things that were nerdy and socially unacceptable when we were younger are now mainstream today. Oh, except for looking stuff up in a card catalog. Well, there's that. <laughs> there's that. And, and the encyclopedias. Phenomenal. You know, one last thing I, I thought was funny, just because it, it shows the difference in times. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we recorded this podcast, I did a radio show where I played some music. And one of the songs I played was an Elton John song called Teacher, I Need You. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah, I heard that on the drive up. Yeah. Yeah. And nowadays, there's no way that, well, maybe that song makes it on the radio, but it's a uh, completely different song. Mm. Because back then, you could have a crush on your teacher. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, well, you could have a crush on your teacher. You could probably have the crush on the teacher. You could probably follow through with it, though. Your teacher's probably going to have a crush on you, too. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, boy. So. Anyway, let me. Oh shoot! All our, all my uh, sound effects went away. Let oh me, no! Let me call them back so that we can get out of here. There Unless we go. Anybody got some final, final last words? I, uh, you know, no. I think I'm in good shape at the moment. I'm Excellent, because now it's gonna be 90 and it looks like it's gonna pour outside. Yeah. I know. I gotta go so. home and move our grill into the garage area. Oh yay! Yeah. I'm gonna go find some things to do. Okay. Here we go. So, and there you have it. And this has been Monkey Business. <laughs> Lots of monkey business. Lots today. of monkey business. A product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and creators of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you in 2018 at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook and tell love us. Tell all your friends. And tell all your friends and love us throughout the rest of the world. www.facebook.com/fc3roc.com. Woo-hoo. We will see you guys next week. Have a great one.